It's the morning after with Nick and Big J, 845. We've had a reality show week going on all week long here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And it's not a coincidence that everybody that we've talked to so far has been attached in some way, shape, or form to a man named Tom Beers. He is the uh, founder and CEO of Original Productions. He is the mind behind shows like The Deadliest Catch, shows like Monster Garage, shows like America's Toughest Jobs. It was on NBC. Pretty much everything he touches... Turns to gold, and he's Jesse James' star. Yeah, he really did. He really did. He turned him into what he is today, and now Jesse's out on his own doing his own thing. But man, tell you what, he is a uh, he's a good man, and we're lucky enough to have him back on the phone. And Tom, good morning to you. How are you, man? Good, dude. How are you? We're good, man. Good to talk to you again. We chatted to you uh, not too long ago when you actually were uh, working on the premiere of uh, Thousand Ways to Die for Spike TV. I know, I remember. But it's uh, it's good to it's good to hit you up again and talk a little bit about some stuff you have in the works. How are things? Uh, they're going great, man. I got my new series in a colony that just launched last week, and you know I just uh, wrapped up a new season of Deadliest Catch. I've got swords hitting, and uh, my swordfish series hitting uh, in about two weeks, and I've got uh, kind of got four, five new series, and we're ramping up new production of uh, a Thousand Ways to Die. I'm having a lot of fun, man. I just got off the river. I just done a snake, man. I was just in Idaho. I flew in last night. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, that's awesome, man. We've uh, yeah. we've actually been uh, pimping the colony. We talked to George to, uh, about the show. Yeah, have you seen it yet? Yeah, yeah. Watched it last night. We actually, and we saw the first episode online. Nice job. What do you think? Isn't it kind of cool and creepy? <laughs> it's really it's really different. Like the premise kind of throws you off from the beginning, but it made me want to watch it from from the word go. And you know, you you get sucked into it. And you're just like, man, it's got to be the weirdest, craziest thing these guys are involved in. It is. It's when you think that you're really suspending all the reality, but man, you just. Once you're in that, it was, it was incredible. Like for a couple of months, I mean, they really, you know, they, you know, they really swallowed the Kool Aid, and it was like, wow, it was awesome. <laughs> and I imagine it's got to be fun in the creative meetings, trying to come up with uh, different ways to throw them off their game a little bit too. Yeah, you know, that's funny. You know, it, it, most of those, you know, the creative meetings actually happen inside my head. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, the 32 executives that bounce around there somewhere. I have no idea who they all are, but you know, yeah, because I'm every show. I'm kind of like, okay, this is what I want to do in this one. Okay, this is what I want to But i got to admit, what I did do is this. It's all based on kind of a lot of the, the kind of stories that happened at Katrina, you know, and when the hurricane hit. Yeah. And I was kind of looking at, you know, these great stories of, you know, how did people, you know, how, how did they survive? How did they get thrown? What, you know, how, what did they lose? What did they gain? All that stuff. So I got into that. I got into that Northridge earthquake stories, too. So I was more in, in dealing with the, the, uh, the, survive, the uh, kind of the government guys, the 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 uh, disaster relief guys and getting their story. So all that stuff kind of ruminated in my head. You know, it's kind of cool. You know, it just, there's some, you know, now when you see a promo for a reality show, especially on the Discovery Channel, uh, you can tell the difference when it's a Tom Beers production, when it's an original productions. There's just something about the way you put these shows together that set them apart from everyone else. And it just, it looks spectacular and it's so intense. I appreciate that. You know, it's cool, you know, because I was looking at Swords last night, uh, the, the promo for Sword Fishing, Life on the Line, and, you know, it, it reminds me that, you know, the amount of time and that we take actually trying to figure out, you know, how we want to shoot a show, you know, I mean, Colony's great because it's it's interiors, you know, and mostly, you know, kind of the day, the night stuff is fantastic, and, you know, you have no idea the kind of subtle moonlighting and the amount of time and energy and money it took to actually get that right look there. And I've got a new series for Discovery I'm bringing back. A, it's kind of a Monster Garage-type series uh, that we're calling uh, Motor City Mayhem. And we're shooting it up in uh, in Detroit. And it's kind of like, you know, fabrication and turning, you know, cars into outrageous things again. But it's also with these two brothers, the 
Detroit Brothers. And, man, at that studio, we got this old, beat-up, you know, old fabricating plant in Detroit, which is a total, you know, bombed-out shell of a city. <laughs> and it's freaking awesome-looking. Well, that's the thing, man. I mean, you, you, I think you started the whole trend of actually following people around at their places of business, at their work. And I mean, what was it that, that kind of unlocked that in your head that said, you know what, the most interesting thing is, is people at work? Well, yeah, but you know, but, but it's not just people at work, though. It, there had to be, you know, there, there's certain things that really click with, with, uh, with an audience. I mean, you've got, you know, you've got to have either big risk and big rewards. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm going to go and just watch somebody sit at their desk. You know what I mean? You know, anything, everybody that gets, you know, knows what they're getting on their paycheck on every other Friday or every Friday, those are the guys I don't pay attention because that's what we all do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So my thing is, all right, cool. You know, so I'm going to go out there and risk my life. I'm going to, you know, either, you know, catch, you know, crab and, and work my butt off for two months and avoid getting killed. And at the end of it, go, whoa, put my head up and go, wow, look at that. It's like, you know, I got 42,000 bucks for those two, two months of work, you know, or 50,000 bucks for those two months of work, you know, or ice road truckers, you know, these guys like, you know, they go up there and it's like if they can pop in another load, if they can get that load and get another load, they made 3,000 bucks for the day. You know what I mean? So it's more of that, that, you know, big risk, big reward world that really works. The other thing is ticking clocks and ingenuity, you know, which is what you can buy like with uh, Motor City at the new Motor City show. I mean, again, it's like, you know, Mosprise, I mean, taking a bunch of guys together against the clock, and they got five days, and to turn, I mean, we pulled the other day a corn harvester, you know. <laughs> it was like, you know, it's three tons, man, this thing. It was unbelievable. These guys built it in five days on the front of it and built it around an army truck. And now we're going to kick it out in the Midwest and cut us some corn. Tom, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, doing a morning show is extremely dangerous, and it's, it's <laughs> little pay. i, I got to be honest with you. That's I've, heard, I've heard death every day. I think it would make a really good reality show. What do you think about following around a morning show as an original production? You know, dude, i got to tell you, the problem is two things. Number one, I just don't think I could get the liability insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And also, you know, I just, you know, standards and practices probably wouldn't, like, I don't think I could get that through. You know, you guys be just mm -hmm. a little too you know, a little too edgy for uh, for television, man. <laughs> that, that's nice. We'll, we're going to quote you on that, just so you know. <laughs> you know, part of the thing I, I, I've come to enjoy about the uh, the series that you put together is the music is really great. And as I read here, your ah. your, your wife does uh, you know has a little music company and does all that, and it just fits so well with the programs you have. Oh, my beautiful wife is fantastic at picking. Uh, Picking, uh, you know, composers to work with the show. Hey, she's standing right here. Uh, <laughs> tell about Andy Kubitschewski and the work you did on the colony. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Leslie. My name's Leslie Beard. Hi, Leslie. And I work as music supervisor for the show. And the composer Andy Kubitschewski did the music on the colony. He did things like he took a desk and he dragged it across the floor and then he recorded it because he wanted it to sound organic. It's it, the music is creepy, uh, especially for the colony. But you know the deadliest catch in a lot of these programs, the music and sound effects that go into they just you know highlight all of the dangerous situations that are going on. And I I think people it goes over their heads. Maybe they don't really think about it of how much of a, a, a work that is to accomplish. Well, what was really nice too is that this this composer came from a rock and roll uh, background, and then he took all of his talents. And then he just really looked at the show and, and really put himself in place. And I'm just very, very happy to have him in our corral of composers.
Well, good job, Leslie. The music on all those shows are fantastic. Well done. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, man. Kubitschewski, I mean, sometimes what you do is you sit down and you go, okay, she said to the guy, look, dude, what I really want is something raw. I mean, I I don't want, you know, synthesized. I want organic. And, you know, then you find these composers who, like, take that stuff and run with it, man. It's awesome. It is. It's it's amazing stuff. And man, you you are involved in so many of these great shows on TV. Do, do you ever think you're running yourself too thin sometimes? As much stuff as you got going on. You know what? Can I tell you the the, the cool thing about it is that a lot of these shows are returning shows. I mean, I don't have to put as much effort into you know season six of uh, Deadliest Catch as I do in season one of The Colony. So my energies really go towards, you know, the, the, you know, the new shows, developing and creating the new shows. You know, once they're up and running, I got a talented group of people that have been working with me for 10 years, you know, who basically who run with it afterwards. But I'm usually out there, you know, the first season, on location, you know, directing the first episodes, you know, basically really getting involved in it. And then, and, and obviously trying to, you know, because believe me, you know, I don't care what reality Bruce says, like when it comes right down to it, you know, it's like the old um, Harrison Ford line in Indiana Jones said, man, I'm just making this up as I go along. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? So what's next for for you and Original Productions? Uh, you know, you're going to continue with the shows, but anything else on the horizon that you might be interested in doing? Yeah, yeah, but a lot of this stuff's really boring. I'm just looking at all the new, uh, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of the new kind of business paradigms out there and you know because the, the world's changing i mean the, you know the economy's changing the in the world of, of, of television is changing so you, you know you have to kind of stay ahead of that curve you know but for me the whole thing is like dealing with uh, you know just dealing with new and interesting talents and finding new worlds that i don't know about you know that's the whole deal i mean i remember years ago i did this was great i was doing this uh uh, I, I, this is 25 years ago. I took my first producer's class, right? I was up in Rockport, Maine at this television uh, symposium, and they're trying to learn how to be a producer. And guy says, the, the teacher said this, he said, look, he goes, um, you know, you got a budget, okay? You're going to do an air show. You know, now, you can go to Texas, and you do the Dallas air show. You can deliver the show on time and on budget, uh, or you can go to Paris and do the Paris air show, and you can basically blow your budget and not deliver on time. You know, what, what are you going to do? He says, how many people would go to Dallas? Everybody but me raised their hand. <laughs> and then he said, well, we said, where would you go? I said, Paris. And he said, why? He said, because I said, because I've never been there. And he stopped and he looked at me and said, all right, class, that's a producer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to be honest, man. We got to give you a ton of credit. But we, we talked to a lot of people involved in your shows from Jesse James to George from The Colony to Captain Phil Harris this week. And uh, every single one of them has nothing but great things to say about you. And for somebody that's been in the business as long as you've been in and been involved in that many shows, one would think you would be jaded. But it seems like you're a really down-to-earth, really cool guy to be along with and get along with and work with. And that's got to be a testament to your success. Well, I appreciate that. What are you talking to all those guys about? What are you doing? This, what is it? This is your life show? It was. It was. A, we were having a reality week. We wanted to go nuts, and we were just like, let's get to the coolest reality shows involved. And of course, you're involved in all of them, so <laughs> it kind of works that way. <laughs> yeah, we have. No, that's a, cool. We have a crap filter uh, here, and uh, we uh, you yours never cut. gets caught in it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty cool, man. Well, no problem. Do we we appreciate your time again, and, and our best to your wife. Thank her for uh, for being on the show for a couple minutes too. We appreciate it, Tom. All right, Doug. Take care, guys. All right, have you fun too. on the snake. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, I just got back, man. You know what? That's a great river to run. We had I did the middle fork, and we just did the lower. It was awesome. <laughs> the salmon. We did the salmon, not the snake. Awesome, dude. Well, you're welcome anytime, Tom. All right, guys. Take Th- care. Thanks, buddy. Bye. X workforce traffic. Tom Beers from Original Productions. Good man. 
and part-time yeah. Idaho resident. Having fun out there. Good stuff. Yeah. Man. Special appearance by his wife. I could, I could talk to that guy all day. He's cool as hell. Yeah. I, well, you're welcome for me getting around. Yeah, that's right. I did ask to qu- talk about the music a little bit because I do like it. I really do. It was a real coincidence. We had no idea his wife was there. Cool stuff. All right, let's take a look at traffic, see how things are going on the streets here. Susie Black. Looks like we're back to normal conditions on the interstate, heading east from Nampa to Boise. No problems around the airport. Busy on the connector, but still looking good. We've cleared our accident in Eagle, but still working one in Nampa, Lake Avenue, and Orchard in the intersection. Traffic is being detoured. You know what's hot? The Carnival Wristband Tan from the Western Idaho Fair. Get yours this August 21st through the 30th. Enjoy 10 days of unlimited rides from just $79. Advanced ticket deals are available now only at IdahoFair.com. I'm Susie Black, ex-workforce traffic. Ex-workforce weather. Brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. Play Can't Wait with $1 or $2 scratch games from the Idaho Lottery. Just a buck or two. You could win thousands in cash and prizes. Here is the weather expert, Scott Dormal's precision forecast from today's Channel 6 News. Well, yesterday, Seattle had an all-time high temperature, the hottest temperature ever.